Hey, hey. Joshua Elbaum here. And as always, this is the People's Champ Podcast. What's going on, everybody? We have David Fogel here. Uh, David played at Wesleyan, uh, Wesleyan College, and I would say is uh, one of the biggest sports, you know, sports fanatics um, I know. Uh, I've known him for a while growing up. Um, David, you want to say hello real quick? Yeah, what's up, guys? I think that's a, uh, a pretty decent intro. Uh, been to one or two or 17 or 18 games this year so have a pretty good set on what's going on all right i'm glad to hear it uh i know uh i know you've been going to um quite a few st john's games uh you want you want to quickly talk about uh your thoughts on the big east yeah man i've been to a, a bunch of those games so i've got to see i think almost every team play live at least once uh and it was just at the the big east tournament the big east is tough this year they're always tough i know some of the names are uh now what people may be used to over you know, in the last five or 10 years, but they have some good senior leadership in that conference. And I expect them to do pretty good in the tournament this year. Yeah, I know. I know, um, you know, as a New Yorker, St. John's was, I mean, what, just a super exciting team to watch. It just seems like uh, they just always, they're just lacking something where they just can't, you know, do it consistently. Um, but I mean that that conference is just so tough. Any given night, I mean, yeah, I mean they they personally, you know, they have some stretches that were tough, but you know they have Shamari Pons over there who just could light it up on any given night and you know help ride them through that Nova Duke back to back, which was a lot of fun, especially because I got to go to that Duke game at MSG. It was rocking. Nice, nice. All right, so let's get uh, let's get into March Madness. Um, so let's start with let's start with the East, the East side of the bracket. Um, we got Villanova one, and we got Purdue number two. I just want to hear your thoughts on you know any upsets. Who's going to make it out? Uh, who do you think is going to make it to the Final Four out of this bracket? This this second. So just so just in this bracket over here. I'm pretty chalked up, honestly. I do have Nova coming out playing against Purdue, even though I did see the Johnnies take them down in uh, in Philly. Shout out <laughs> to my boy Greg St. Jean there, but uh, but Nova's tough, man. They have they have a lot of good players, Brunson and Bridges, and then even Chen's off the bench. So I'm gonna go with them against Purdue, and I I got them coming out. Uh, the one upset I have, and I just switched this was. Uh, St. Bonaventure taking down taking down Florida. Just because I saw them play yesterday, I didn't get to see them play, and they got a couple of good kids on that team. I like them. Yeah, I think um, I think quite a few people actually um, are pretty pretty low on Florida. Um, I think I think I heard a couple of announcers even say that uh, who did Florida beat again? Um, oh, I forgot who they played, but they even said that who, whoever won that game. Uh, oh, sorry. Whoever Saint Bon, uh, whoever won the Saint Bonaventure game was going to beat Florida. Um, a lot of Florida, people. they, they, they. I know they, they kind of live and die by the three, so they can get hot. But um, 
but yeah, I just like the way the Bonnies play when they took down UCLA yesterday. So that that should be a good a good eleven. Uh, 11-6 matchup. Yeah, I think um, Villanova's a lock just because they're so deep in the way they play. I think uh, it's a pretty safe bet. Purdue, they're huge. I mean, for these for these lower mid-major teams, I, I mean, I can tell you from when we watched uh, Vermont played them last year. Um, and, I mean, it was just too much. The guy, you know, having people like Haas and, you know, I think this year they have another, another seven-footer. It's just too yeah, much. They have a guy who backs him up. They have a guy who backs him up. I'm not gonna lie. I thought I thought Haas was a huge stiff before the year started. And uh, <laughs> one of my, my roommates played uh played big man at Wesleyan too, so he's always backing up the bigs. And uh I kind of ate my words because he turned into a, a hell of a player. He he he's really good around the rim. It's just it's hard sometimes like watching stuff that he should just dunk, but he doesn't. But you know. Teach his own. He's a he's a moose. Yeah. He's a moose. All right, let's uh, let's move on over to the Midwest. So we got Kansas at number one and Duke at two. Who are you liking here? So to come out of this one, I actually have Michigan State. Um, but this is another good bracket. I mean, Kansas is pretty solid. They actually started the year I thought a little bit slow, but they came on really really well at the end and. and they have some good senior leadership. Uh, I was thinking New Mexico State over Clemson. I have Clemson there right now, but I haven't decided for sure on that one. Um, I think like Vegas only has them as, as like a three or four point favorite, so they think they may have a shot. Other than that, I'm gonna take uh, I'm gonna take the the winner of the ASU Syracuse game over over TCU. I think Syracuse is gonna win that. And I know TCU lost their uh, one of their best players. And then everyone's favorite player, man, Trey Young. I got him beating Rhode Island, and then Denver's Duke being a hell of a game. Um, he just has that Steph Curry in him, but I think I'm going to go with Duke there, and then and then Michigan State beating Kansas. Yeah, I think. Um, I mean, Michigan State is. I find it even hard for them to even be a three. I feel like, uh, I mean, Miles Bridges is just a monster. Um, he probably should have went to the NBA this year. I still can't believe he stayed. Um, but yeah, I agree with you. The the I I think Oklahoma is going to turn it on, especially with everyone complaining that they shouldn't have been in the tournament. Um, I think that once the lights lights turn on, they're they're gonna. They're going to play really well. Man, I agree. Bridges, I mean, he, I feel like he should be on the Knicks right now. <laughs> I don't know what he's still doing in the league, but, I mean, between him and, and they got that kid Jackson who's supposed to even be a, a, a top pick above him. I saw it was like top five in the lottery and, you know, some some more, you know, I don't know if they're seniors, but they're definitely definitely not freshmen on that squad with Izzo. They should, uh, they should be able to do all right. Yeah, I actually do think – I think Kansas is going to get upset this year early. Um, even though they're – I would say their path is not the easiest, but it's pretty It's pretty good. Um, I don't know. I, I'm not, I'm not completely see, sold. I'm not completely I'd love sold. I'd to see Penn take him down. I'd love to see Penn take him down in the, in the early round. Penn, uh, Penn's been balling. Penn's been really playing well. Um, I – I actually was – I watched uh, the last couple games in that Ivy League tournament. I think it was Penn and Harvard at the end there. And they were – there were some good squats. 
I actually think this is a really bold prediction, but I actually think the Ivy League with the way they're doing the financial aid now and basically everyone in the school is going to be on scholarship. I think I think the Ivy League in like a few years could be a two bid, a two bid team league because uh, I mean, you had Princeton this year. Pretty sure they beat USC and they didn't even make the Ivy playoffs. I think that's unheard of. So, no, that's nuts. But uh, all right, moving on. Moving on to the West bracket, um, we got Xavier at one, and everyone's favorite UNC at number two. Who you got here? So it's so funny. I have Xavier coming out of this bracket, and I almost feel like I'm taking an underdog, even though the one seed, <laughs> um, which is which is really weird because I've seen Xavier probably play three, four, maybe five times live because I went to all the Big East games, and I mean they just have seniors after seniors between Blewett and JP and Cantor and O'Mara off the bench as a big man. Just not many teams have the majority of their bulk coming from upperclassmen, especially seniors, and they can just do it all. I really respect that coach, too. Um, so, mm-hmm. I have them coming out. I, I think they're I think they're going to do, do a good job in that bracket. I think they're I feel like they're due, too. Like I feel like Xavier's never been They've always been so good, but no one's ever gave him respect um, as like, you know, as like a UNC or, you know, like a bigger name, a big name uh, college brand. Um, I actually hope I hope I think they'll they'll do they'll make it to the final four this year. I hope. I mean, I think they have a a pretty good path to do it as well. If you just look at different teams, they got to beat. They got to beat, you know, either Mizzou or Florida State. And then I think it's probably going to be. Gonzaga, but some people will take Ohio State there. Um, I'll tell you, I really like Providence. They had such a good run in the Big East tournament in that last game. They're tough, but North Carolina's got some size too, so I'm going to go North Carolina over Providence there. Um, and I'm going to have, have Xavier coming out of that. Uh, that's about, and that, one, one thing I do have there is I, I do have Houston making it uh, to the to the Sweet 16, so knocking off Michigan, and I think a lot of people are really high on Michigan again this year, too. Yeah, I mean, Michigan always, I feel like, Co- like Beeline gets the, um, just because they're so, co- like, they're coached so well, I feel like they get the benefit of the doubt when tournament time comes. Yeah, they have they have people who are just always all over them. Yeah, and sh- shout out to Spike Albright. I know, uh, it, that, that sh- you know, that first half performance will just always live on in infamy. Man, that was uh, that was as good as it gets. We got to get Spike on our uh, on our Chelsea Pierce men's league team. I don't know what he's doing right now, but he's actually got a spot for him. He's still at school in Purdue, I think. Um, uh, I'll, I'll, I'll pass along the message for him. I'm, I'm pretty sure. He, I'm pretty sure he could he could throw a couple in still. Yeah, he could take uh, he could take my spot any day. <laughs> All right, what um. What are you, what do you say about the South? Now we got Virginia at one. I know they got the big injury. Uh, I think their sixth man, I think broke his or sprained his wrist and we got yeah, Cincinnati at two. So this is where it gets interesting because Virginia is a tough team because everyone knows they're, they're so good with their D, but they're so slow and it's tough to score. So when they have a guy who gets hurt, who maybe gives them, what does he give them? Like eight, 10 points a game. They don't score that much to begin with, so that could be a big, a big hit. And then I think the game, one of the games of the year, maybe Kentucky versus Arizona in that second round. That, <laughs> yeah. 
that four versus five game. I mean, that that's going to be better than some of these elite eight, sweet 16 games. Like that. Those are just athletes over athletes. But I'm going to go with, uh, with Virginia beating Creighton and then uh, playing Arizona. I actually have Arizona beating Virginia. Um, I, I had them even before the injury just because of how much of a beast Aiden is and, and Trier on Arizona. But I'm going to go with Zona coming out. And then on the bottom half of the bracket, I actually have – Loyola Chicago beating Miami. Oh wow! And then tennis, yeah, 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 and then and then Tennessee playing Nevada, and Nevada making it to the Sweet 16 against Zona. So a little bit of a shakeup there, uh, and then Zona coming out. I uh, yeah, I, I I agree with you a lot on this Arizona Kentucky deal. I mean, that's just for that to be a second round game. I know it, it just doesn't make sense. Like that could legitimately be. A, the national championship game right there. Um, yeah. And I actually think Virginia got totally hosed. I think that were they the number one overall seed? I believe so. Yeah. And then they got to go through, through Zona and Kentucky in that, in that, uh, in that third game, just crazy. That, that's a, that's a tough one. So with the injury and with those two, mm, so they got a bad break there. No, yeah, that's tough. I mean, um, Arizona with with Aiden back and or I guess Aiden playing. I mean, he's probably arguably the best player in the country. Um, so and then Kentucky has, I mean, even the guys who aren't even playing well are basically potential NBA players. They must have like seven seven NBA players in the roster. Um, so I mean that that yeah that's that's nuts. This bracket is is totally screwed. Um, <laughs> I think this is this this bracket's probably going to be the most fun because it's the most up and down. And you know, watch who knows. For all we know, Virginia even with the injury will just run right through it. Yeah, no, it's true. Let's look, maybe oh, you know I'll give America East a shout out. I mean, UMBC is playing Virginia first. I mean, who knows? If they beat the Catamounts, maybe they can beat Virginia. I'll tell you, man, I was obviously rooting for, for Vermont because I got a special place in my heart for them because of you, but that was a that was a good game. I always love those finals games that come down to the, the buzzer. It, it killed me. It killed me, though, because we Vermont, I mean, I guess, you know, it's, it's the problem with these one-bid conferences. You beat a team twice easily by 15 to 20 points, and they just, you know, they get hot, they play well one night, and, you know, you lose on a buzzer beater the third time you play them. Um, and it's just like you watch, you know, you watch your dreams just flush down the toilet because of uh, – I'm, I'm almost thinking the American should do, like, an aggregate system. So, if, like, you beat a team by, you know, by 20, you know, they should have to beat you by at least 10 or something. You know what I'm saying? There has to be some kind of – because it's, it's ridiculous. You want the best team in your league to represent you in the in the tournament. Yeah, uh, it's tough because it almost is like, well, what the, what's the season even for, right? Exactly. Whoever wins, whoever wins the tournament is going to get out. Obviously, Vermont had a much better season. Um, and and uh, and they just they just got, just got hot. Yeah, and then now, I mean, everyone's like, oh, well, that's what the NIT is for. Um, and, and Vermont just played Middle Tennessee, who many say should have been in the tournament to begin with because they actually – they they actually they dominated conference USA I believe but they lost in their tournament as well. Yeah, they got they got totally gypped also I thought. And then I saw St. Mary's in the 
in the NIT too. There's some good teams in that NIT tournament this year. Yeah, no, it's it's nuts. Um, but all right, nice. so let's move, let's move on to the final four now. So give us a quick recap. Who do you got in the final four, and who you got taking it all? Yeah, so uh, you know, on the left side of the bracket, I got I got Zona versus Xavier, and I I'm gonna have Xavier. I'm gonna have Xavier moving on, and it's not really because of skill. I think Zona probably has more talent, but the seniors on Xavier, they're just deep and they're old. So I'm gonna go with uh I'm gonna go with them to take this one down. Yeah, I think that's that'll be a pretty good call. Um Although I feel like Zona and Kentucky could be interchangeable. I, I actually don't foresee Virginia um, making that out. I think I do. I, th- yeah, I think it's going to be Zona or Kentucky. Um, as crazy as that sounds, is a four or five seed. Um, but and how, how about the right side of the racket? Now on the right side, I'm gonna I'm gonna stick with Nova against Michigan State, and I'm going with Michigan State over Nova in that one. And a lot of it's just because of what you said, man. I think Bridges is going to be tough. They got some NBA talent on that team, and and Izzo is the man. <laughs> I'm a. I know this isn't the popular pick, but I do think there's a chance. Um, I mean, it, I think if Marvin Bagley can just like keep just keep dominating and stay healthy, like I, I do think Duke can go on a really big run. Um, I, I think that. Who is it? Is, is it Carter? Is the other big man too for Duke? Like they're just too, they're both too big and too skilled um, in the tournament. I think that's just gonna, really going to wear teams down. Um, but again, yeah, I Michigan Duke's, State is Duke's definitely got they they got NBA talent all over the court too. Yeah, I, I feel like they've underachieved this year between all the guys that they have. But I wouldn't be shocked if they make a run too. Yeah, no, I think my pick would be Duke or uh, D- Duke or. Michigan State coming out. I think, yeah, as I said earlier, I think Kansas is going to be upset. Um, so, all right. So, you got now winning it all. Who you got? I'm going with Xavier this year. Okay. I know it's uh, I know it's probably not the sexy pick, even though they are a one. They may have even been the number two overall team or, or number three overall team. But I got them, I got them, I guess we'll say, having a little bit of an upset run and taking down some of the big teams this year. No, I think I would like to see that too. I think uh, I feel like the Xavier coaching staff too just kind of deserves it. <laughs> you know what? They're solid. I just think that at the end of the day, hopefully, I mean, the last couple of years these games have been so good. If it comes down to it, I like blew it with the ball. Um, yeah, and he's just not he he knocks down shots. I mean, he went from like a thirty five percent three point shooter to like a forty two percent three point shooter. I think he's in the mid forties as a shooter in in general this year. I hope he makes it in the uh, in the league. To be honest, yeah, I hope so. Yeah, I hope so too. Now, just to wrap things up, David, um, who you got? Who, let's talk Vegas. What's the best pick with the spread that you've seen so far um, for one game? If you had to pick one game, first round, who do you put your money on, and why? What's the spread? <laughs> so, uh, are you gonna say besides the? Uh, the Texas Southern minus five and a half lock that just uh, just wrapped up about five minutes ago. Oh yeah, <laughs> yep. Besides that one, yep. Uh, I'd have to say this year, if I had to pick one uh, one game. Oh man, I gotta 
I got to really take another look at the lines right now. But I would say that if I had to go with someone, it would be, it would really be, I think, against Virginia. I saw that they're laying like 19, 20 points. Um, I just don't think they score that much. It's really, it's, yeah. uh, it's an, it's an anti Virginia play. It's not a, it's not a UMBC play at all. Uh, but I can see them scoring like, you know, 58 points or something like that. And I'd hope a team could put up, uh, put up 40 to who's in the tournament right now. And if not, you really have a lot of beef being a Vermont guy. <laughs> yeah. There's a, that's just, I think that's a smart play though. You just, you bet not that they're going to win, but that they're, uh, there's no way that they're going to beat a team by that much when they only score 50 or 60. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. They're, just, they're just an ugly squad that gets it done. Yeah, that's true. No, that's a good call. Hey, uh, well, uh, thank you, David. I appreciate the time. Well, no problem. I hope you check back in, and I'm sure you'll see that almost all of my predictions were incorrect. <laughs> but, hey, man, you never know. Hey, appreciate it. Appreciate it. All right. Talk to you soon. Yeah, you got it, Josh. You take care.